0: Ah. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to Chicken and the Nuggets. My name is Jacob Rubb. I'm leaving the cough in there. Uh, because it made my wife say, What the hell? Um if uh what are you doing, Noah? Hi, welcome buddy. to Chicken and the
1: Nuggets. Thank you so much. This is the podcast with me, Noah Reynolds, and Jacob Rubb, Mr. Coughs a lot. Jacob, thank you for joining yes. us today. This is Chicken and the Nuggets. Are you still sick, buddy?
0: Yes, I'm still sick. I have long dick COVID, <laughs> and uh, you know, very topical joke. Very good, very nah, good joke. No, it's funny. Um, and uh, yes, I have been pretty sick. Yesterday, I went to bed at six p.m. Um, so if I mute randomly, uh, it's because I'm throwing up. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so yeah, uh, I felt better. Uh, i I probably sound terrible. I feel like my voice is going to get worse. So we'll see how it goes. Noah,
1: you sound great, buddy. I don't think there's anything wrong from my end. It almost seems like you're faking it, but um, I'm sorry you feel bad. That's the worst. Do you have all your shots, your immunizations?
0: Yes, I do have my shots. Uh, I got the flu shot and the booster. Um, it, I, I am, I'm i a very short guy. It's a booster seat shot. Sure. So um, sure. Two puns right off the bat. Though, so, <laughs> yeah, I
1: we're know. really coming in hot. We this don't is, have much to talk about.
0: This is my flu game um course. Uh, yes uh my michael jordan flu game which probably he was hung over i get that um but whatever um how are you buddy how do you feel
1: i'm great i'm fine i feel better than ever never felt better in my entire life i'm operating at peak <laughs> physical condition um yes. so i don't know i guess i feel bad for anybody that is not me right now um
0: sick sick and and, yeah, sick, sick. <laughs> and do you have all your shots
1: I do. I have all my shots measles, mumps, um, M- mad cow, uh, varicella, all the shots, the best shots.
0: Yes, now mad cow that's that serious XM radio station that plays in Tampa Bay. Clips. That's right. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. yes, yes, yes. Um, if what disease would you just want? want. No, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> I think that um polio seems kind of hilarious.
0: Uh-huh. Yes. Um I
1: don't know if I'd want it yet. Um I don't know. Um uh, what would you want? I think polio is pretty really
0: good. Polio is pretty good. That's that's when you just become blind in swimming pools. Is that right? <laughs> oh
1: my god. <laughs> yes, Jacob.
0: I am in a mood. That is the uh Marco Polio's joke. Yes, That's Marco a Marco Polio. Polio's yeah. joke.
1: If nobody got it, I don't know how you couldn't have gotten it.
0: Yeah, whatever happened to Zika? I would have taken Zika. Zika Nora. was
1: fun. Zika was hilarious. I think you have to be a baby to get Zika, but maybe you could be a pregnant woman in Brazil and get Zika. Zika. Mm. I don't know. Or Do they call the Z- Do they call the people with it or the people who get it? Zika. Zika.
0: World. I know yeah. we do, and we shouldn't be joking about it, but what do you or call snarky. someone who gets a Zika virus? And that's not even a setup to a joke because I don't, have I don't know Jacob, for it.
1: what do you call somebody who gets the Zika virus.
0: <laughs> well, listen next week to figure out <laughs> to find out who uh, what do you call out of the Zika virus? Because I don't want to be way off base and <laughs> make that Noah. Uh, very good. Very good. Uh, so I would pick that and I just looked it up and they're all gone. So um, no more. Good. Zika.
1: Mm-hmm. Congrats to us.
0: Congrats to us. Congrats to Zika. Um, we have a lot to talk about this week on Chicken and the Nuggets. And by that, I mean, honestly, not much comes to mind, but
1: not a ton. <laughs> uh, we
0: have the Denver Nuggets. Oh, I did go to the game on Saturday, Noah, which I could oh, talk about. No way. Um,
1: um, we yeah. should, uh, yeah, I guess talk about that. We've been going, going to a lot of games this year. I'm already going to the Celtics game in January, which I'm not excited for. I think that's going to probably be pretty miserable. Yes. Um, the uh the nosebleeds were 60 bucks so it's just going to be a bunch of potato faced boston County <laughs> cocksuckers at that game i can already tell and we should go um we should go to the uh oh, I, I almost feel like we should go to the wizards game because we'll see some of our old friends but we should definitely go to the magic game which i think is like the first week or second week of january Oof,
0: we have to go to the ball ball revenge game and we do. uh yes not and You know, even though I have a pretty small head most of the time, you know, Mm -hmm. no Zika. um, But uh, the most upsetting, I think, I feel ever is yeah, when you're in a packed stadium and it's the opposite team, uh, fans uh, being the loudest, and when they are winning, are good. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Like I'm excited to play the Lakers this year again. Hopefully, even though of course they beat us sorry i'm turning off my heat <laughs> i have heat now uh, fans of the nice. podcast will know i haven't had heat yes. in a while um yeah that sucks especially i mean denver too i mean we're not breaking any news but has so many people who have moved here recently so it's all these goddamn they don't even know what our city is about they don't know the culture or the history and yeah they show up to nuggets games and disrespect us but
0: yes it'll you be know fun. You know, yeah, it's uh, all these natives, right, Noah? Uh, are, yeah, yes, here. dude.
1: All these indigenous Coloradans. <laughs> it's
0: it's funny how like I feel like all new comics have a couple things they love to talk about. Um, mm. Number one is um, having. Uh, Doing comedy for the first time is a lot like having sex. That's the number one. And then number yeah. two, I feel like is a lot is some sort of joke about how they're a native, even though they're not from here. Yes. Um, and number three, first jokes. Yes. number
1: three is how they're babies and have to go to therapy and making some funny thing about that. I, up. Of, I do not care about your jokes. goddamn problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good anyway, people are getting help, but we're maybe... not here to
0: talk about uh, our, our <laughs>
1: comedy Yeah, modern, modern
0: no. stand up comedy. <laughs> um, and if, if you guys don't know what stand up comedy is, that's what TikTok stars do now. Um, so you can look out for that. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like we have listeners that are 12 years old for some reason. Um,
1: yeah, I certainly have listeners who are. <laughs> Pubescent, absolutely, it's because we're for everybody. Wu tanks are the children, so is chicken and the nuggets.
0: Yes, uh, this podcast is barely about anything so far, but we are uh here to talk about chicken and the nuggets. We'll get to the nuggets, uh, Noah, but we had a big week in chicken as well. Um, what did you uh prepare for the table this week? What did you uh bring to the
1: class? Well, I um, I suggested for the team the class that we both get and uh. Uh, The new Wendy sandwich, and I did not get that. So what I did do is um, I had another nice um, night in the mountains with my beautiful family, whom we all love each other very much. And we went to this place that is one of my favorites in – actually, one of my favorite restaurants, period. Um, It's in Winter Park, Colorado, which is up there in the mountains. And this place is called Waken Bacon, W-A-K-E-N, bacon, kind of like wake and bake, but it's spelled bacon. Um, And this place is like the best breakfast food I've ever had in my entire life, maybe. Um, And what I got to eat was, um, <clears throat> excuse me, let me just find it. I got Mama B's fried chicken, which is house battered fried chicken topped with southern style gravy, two eggs your way, served with a side of hash browns. And that's what I got for breakfast. Um, <clears throat> and I think we've talked about wow. it a lot. Yeah, yum, right? Yes. I, we've talked about it a lot. I think the um, the lack of versatility um, and depth that chicken offers for breakfast meals. You know, you get a lot of pork, you know, sausages. Yes, and, and bacon, chorizo and
0: stuff. Chorizo, such.
1: absolutely pork. Um, and, you know, um, even breakfast ham, I've seen every now and then. But it, chicken, not as much. Now, that being said, Fried chicken for breakfast is one of the great things in this world, and I I, I think it's interesting that that somehow has made its way into this breakfast culture. Because when you think of fried chicken, what do you think, Jacob?
0: Oh, I think of lunch or dinner. Exactly. Opposite of breakfast. Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. Dinner. <laughs>
1: um, and um, and it's not,
0: linear like that. It's linear. Mm-hmm. It's
1: it's absolutely linear, and it is um uh, um uh uh anyway. binary yes yeah, thank you that is the word i was looking for how did j- jacob jacob's been going to some classes that's right um it's absolutely a, a binary existence and um chicken and waffles you know i think we should dive back into chicken and waffles we've only had that one time on the podcast um i i think um my question is what makes a chicken dish uh, first of all it's very good this what i had was incredible i suggest people get it house battered chicken Southern style gravy, two eggs, cider hash browns. But what is it that makes fried chicken breakfast? Fried chicken. So and I, I, and I put that out to the to the room.
0: Yes, um, yes, and that uh, the room accepts. I um, <laughs> I do think a breakfast ha- it needs different things with it. First of all, mm. um, you're not getting like a six piece. Uh, for breakfast usually getting one piece of fried chicken Uh, so that's what the first thing that jumps out to me and also uh, an element of sweetness or an element of just gravy is my thing Uh, so so, I was gonna say gravy I was gonna say gravy
1: is basically the thing because if well it it, I think what happens I I cut you off but I want you said my point Mm -hmm. which is not only gravy but I also think any sort of accoutrement or assisted help from any breakfast meal because i'm looking at this thing if you take the gravy off of this chicken you still have two eggs and hash browns eggs and hash browns jacob that's breakfast food um and i think that you know we talk about the binary and and um (laughs) black and white and, and gray areas and stuff and i think it's like you know um it's very easy to make something a breakfast chicken dish (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, so let me ask you to retort, what is the earliest in the day that you think it's appropriate to put like buffalo sauce on chicken? And does that does that does that make it automatically not a breakfast?
1: Great question. I think you asking the question means you know the answer. Um <laughs> no, i um <laughs> i don't I don't think so, dude, but I think that's the the argument we're having right now, which is like if you have buffalo chicken sandwich with like a side of uh eggs <laughs> or sausage. Yeah, <laughs> see, the same thing makes it cereal. Like, like a maniac you,
0: meal. Yes. Yeah.
1: If you had a if you had a spicy chicken sandwich with Popeyes with a glass of milk and orange and cereal, I that's a breakfast meal as far as I'm concerned, brother. Um what do you have an opinion? In in, in all seriousness, no uh buffalo buffalo sauce does make it a lunch or dinner meal. Yeah.
0: Sure. I think, I think pretty much with buffalo sauce it's definitely lunch because I can't even even if it's a I don't know. Cause you do use like hot sauce, but it's more like maybe a Cholula or something Mm. like a breakfast chicken. Or I would put that, I would use that before I use like some Buffalo sauce.
1: Maybe we should make our own breakfast time hot sauce. That's like, Mm. that's like syrupy or something. It's like syrup consistency, but it's like hot.
0: We might be onto something like a breakfast Buffalo wing. Yes. That's uh, exactly
1: what I'm saying. I think we are absolutely onto something we should get a chef to do this this would be really good what about like breakfast chicken wings with um the uh, pancakes i don't know pancakes and, and wings chicken and waffles
0: the uh the dinner is just cereal is the right. only thing on the dinner menu uh, so we're bit. all we're all upside down here at our restaurant um and it is <laughs> it is called the wake and bacon too so uh um, yeah
1: we're all that's... fucked up <laughs> we're all,
0: we're all messed up um that's funny though a uh, big breakfast week for you huh that now is that no, how that's you... the only
1: breakfast I ate okay. is the one yeah
0: yeah 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 yeah. okay um how was your energy level because to me that is right. a uh food i would eat and then want to come home and watch like armageddon that's on tnt or something uh shout out to <laughs> fubu tv absolutely uh, <laughs> i've been watching
1: uh, so much deadliest catch it's unreal
0: yeah now that's about her- herpes isn't it um it's
1: about herpes um yes
0: yes another first time stand-up <laughs> comedian joke throwing it out there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well that's good Noah. i'm glad you had fun i'm glad uh and did your family and what did they get did they get at this dish or um, they so they got
1: I, I'm, I'm looking right now they got various skillets i believe their skillets at this place is very good um i can't find it right now their um their uh breakfast burritos are also very good this is true like from top to bottom this is one of the most um you know, banger after banger restaurants that I've been to, truly. um, I don't remember what, he, what they got, though. Sorry.
0: Yes, and so I do notice on their menu it says it's served all day, every day, the breakfast, which is nice, but also, like, everyone does that now you know you don't even have to put that <laughs> on your menu um, well
1: they also close at too. so it's like it's still <laughs> a breakfast place it's like yeah serve all day every day but not you know we stop at two mm-hmm. everything stops at two
0: not all day yes uh so and also they're closed some days so absolutely uh, yes absolutely that too Noah. um well amazing i'm glad you're spending you, time man. with your family yes uh, um, dude it's
1: the holidays
0: now what do you do in Winter Park with your fam? Do you do do you go skiing? we go
1: hunting, yeah. Yes,
0: hmm yeah, so you go hunting. Um hunting. hunting uh Noah's a big elk hunter. Um have you ever had elk, Noah? I've had elk in like some. Have you?
1: Day. No, I'd love to.
0: It's pretty good. It's I mean, it's pretty much just tastes like different type of uh ground beef kind of, you know, in a nice. very uh very gamey way. I like when people call oh, things game.
1: gamey. Yeah, dude, I like that, too. I've always wondered how yes. much stuff I've eaten that's gamey and didn't even realize it. Probably a bunch.
0: Probably a bunch. So here's a couple options. know what? I could bring up that I did eat as assignment the Wendy's <laughs> Italian mozzarella chicken sandwich. Or we can wrap and go to the Denver Nuggets and just talk about Wake and Bake, which is fine or i
1: thought go ahead
0: uh i could talk about el pollo loco even though Uh, i'm also going to force you to go eat that with me as well so um so what do you think are are you trying to get out of the wendy's italian mozzarella chicken sandwich is that what's
1: going on no 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 i just didn't have i didn't have the time or the place to do it i i very much want to hear what it was like um i'd like to say pollo loco for Um, A time when I go. And then for your third option, I have less to talk about the nuggets this week than I do (laughs) chicken. So I don't know why you want to extend the nuggets uh, segment longer. (laughs) But maybe you have another list you could give us to make me look like an idiot. Um, Now give us, I mean, if you just want to give us a quick rundown. I mean, you told me you had thoughts, Jacob. So why don't you do what you want? This is Jacob's time. Take it away, Mr. Rub.
0: All right. So the only... The, the warning I was trying to give to you is that I hated this sandwich a lot, sure. and okay. I didn't want to discourage you from eating it, but honestly, you can skip this one. So can that's I, where we're at. Yes, go ahead. Can I tell you
1: something? I'm the, not the least bit surprised, and <laughs> um, and that makes me feel good. I, I will give it a skip. <laughs> Take us through the journey. But... All right.
0: So if listeners are listening and they're like, this sounds like a made-up sandwich, it's because it is. And it is a basically the fried chicken um sandwich that you'd get at Wendy's, Um, there's a uh, piece of cheese on there, and then (laughs) there is a huge fried cheese, um, like a big uh, mozzarella uh, stick type of fried cheese patty kind of thing on top of it. And then there's uh, what I would would suggest to say a pinch of marinara sauce on it. (laughs) uh so i don't know if the chef i was with just kind of didn't nail it or anything like that but so that's this is what it, a italian mozzarella chicken sandwiches um which is hilarious because it doesn't feel italian at all it doesn't feel like a chicken sandwich or american at all so i don't know where this thing exists culturally um and let me also tell you i ordered this right and the the lady behind the counter was just like oh uh just so you know we don't have those buns anymore (laughs) i could do a normal chicken sandwich bun or a pretzel bun and i said pretzel bun because i don't know why and uh so maybe that might add it because i'm looking right now it looks like a uh toasted garlic knot Mm. bun which is pretty good but also that made me upset a little bit um because these it's a brand new item. How are you not ready with these garlic knot buns? Well, um, we've we've experienced
1: yes. that with Taco Bell and the Taco Pizza, of course. Demand, yes. um, uh outweighs supply, and that's economics.
0: That is economics. Uh, thank you, uh, DU. Where did you go? <laughs> um, all right, no, yes, in uh, the streets, Jacob. Okay, did yes. you
1: take a look at um, the press releases or any of the various coverage on this um, sandwich? Yeah, to see we, how the the public is reacting.
0: I have not because I am very off the grid at the moment right now. No, I don't mm. know if you know. I'm going on my uh, 15 day peyote uh, no screen.
1: You know what? I uh, did know that. Yes, yes, nice.
0: yes. But what? But what did? What did you? What are you seeing? What are people saying? Are they? Well, let me that? tell you something. Yes. I'm
1: gonna head on down to our old friend at Thrillist, the best fucking fast food coverage in the business, yes. Yes. and our friend Joe Urban Trout. Whoa. Okay, that's cool um brother mike herman trout from of the course Breaking urban urban trout with a b okay um, yeah. um so um i'm just going to get to the should you get it part of this article overall i'm not sure if the chicken sandwich selected checked all the box for me i found it to be lacking a certain freshness that i've come to associate with wendy's and it tasted somewhat more processed and heavy than a typical wendy's uh, menu item but the sandwich succeed is its ability to maintain a crunchy texture amid all the grease. And that's certainly worth trying if you're either chicken parm comp, uh, complet, uh, I don't know that word, or you're just <laughs> missing the trademark flavor of a cafeteria flavor. That said, I recommend you either be exceptionally hungry, okay, before eating, or be ready to split it with a friend. So his big thing is it's too much food. <laughs>
0: yes and that is actually kind of my point a little Uh bit um (laughs) it's not that it's too much food it's it feels like the most fast food thing i've eaten in years if if that makes any sense like (laughs) just two different fried things onto one another like i do eat a lot of fast food i tend to think i'm not like a Like a Carl's Jr. Colorado Springs resident or anything like that, uh, were maybe like two fried things at once, which is probably not even true, and I'm way health unhealthier than that anyway. But, um, just eating this made me realize like this is a, this is a big fried thing. Like it doesn't feel very healthy at all, and and I guess Wendy's does kind of pull your eyes over that a little bit, uh Mm. for for the most part, um so. Yeah, I kind of tend to agree that it was a big sandwich. It's also like eight bucks, I think. Ooh. Um, so I got this combo and then I also wanted a chili because it's cold out. And, <laughs> and, and
1: you get it every time, of course.
0: I get it every time, and it was like fourteen bucks. So um kind of a lot of money for this thing, Noah. Uh, I know you're not psyched about that either, but uh, oh my God,
1: And nobody's psyched about that. Again, I find the people deals, gosh darn it. Um, but, um, I also want to make a point that, um, Jacob, you and I both really love Wendy's. We like the chicken at Wendy's. We like the spicy chicken at Wendy's. We like the fries at Wendy's, the frosty. So this is, you know, disappointing. Um, we've had two of our, some of two of our more iconic places give us some disappointing results recently between Popeye's and Wendy's. And I wonder, I wonder if the tides are changing a little bit. I wonder if people are going, are zigging and zagging too much where they're trying to appease everybody. This is obviously not the same as the breadless chicken sandwich, which is a travesty. But it is um, it is giving people, like, who wants this? Who was asking for this, you know, is my question.
0: Yeah, I think these places might be trying to reinvent the sandwich wheel. When they should be kind of maybe moving on in different chicken avenues is kind of what i'm thinking but yes to um reiterate too i do also love the windy spicy chicken sandwich and that's the other kind of cool part about this chicken sandwich it is available in the spicy so you basically get that spicy chicken on the sandwich okay And, and then another thing that made me realize, which was disappointing, is that I really like the mayonnaise on the spicy chicken. (laughs) And so without that, I kind of, uh, I realized that, oh, wow, maybe I am more of a mayo guy than I've ever done. I've never said mayo in my life. But now all of a sudden, I'm like, that kind of makes the sandwich. That's how (laughs) bad the sandwich was. I was doubting the other spicy chicken sandwich, and was actually good on that. Noah. So you know, and I do get your point about the blackened uh, no breading chicken sandwich, Mm -hmm. but honestly, I would try that again before trying this one. That's my hot take here. And uh, maybe I do also kind of tell that they didn't really give me a lot of marinara. And maybe if that, I had more of that, it would be more like a chicken parm feel. Mm -hmm. So maybe the person, the place I got it from, you know, but whatever, that's Wendy's. You're going to get like 50% hit rate. Um, but just the idea of a fried chicken patty and then a fried cheese patty is just <laughs> a lot for me. And then there's also a piece of cheese in between that. Yeah, so, uh, it, it so just, we, it we feels found your a limit. Lot. It feels yeah. a lot, like a lot, yes. And um, maybe uh, also the bun would be better too, but I thought the pretzel bun was also kind of a uh, layup that was kind of messed as well. So. Bummer,
1: dude. Well. It's a shame um I you don't have to try it again I maybe should just for you know journalistic ethical reasons but I also won't be upset if I don't. Um yeah, I mean I think you I think you hit it on the head reinventing the the chicken sandwich wheel which is like what well, you guys should just focus on. Um what you what you know you can thrive at and not try to make these giant leaps into the unknown and and potentially leave people dissatisfied as we are today
0: yeah and uh just to put it in perspective this thing is 780 calories so um you know at least you don't have to eat for the rest of the week (laughs) Yeah, yes (laughs) so that's pretty good uh but you know shout out Wendy's um Mm -hmm. to me just a little too close to the sun here and um it's also it's just kind of weird it's not like Wendy's had a bunch of Italian stuff like uh I don't know they didn't have like Spaghetti before this or something, you know, like they didn't already have marinara sauce. Right. Like, so now they're trying to like branch out into this little different lane. Yeah. Stupid I think.
1: greaseball ball lane. Yeah. Yes. Guinea this, town.
0: We call it the Lane Lognon uh here on the podcast. Uh shout French. out French. He's French. He's he's French. Uh shout out Lane l'union. Um, anything <laughs> else you wanted to bring up, Noah? I, I do not recommend this sandwich. Probably the Great. worst we've had. Um, nice. and that's my thoughts about it. So. no jacob
1: um i appreciate you doing that i know it It means a lot to me i know it's hard for you um it's a shame but you know we'll come back bigger better and stronger so nothing else on my end
0: all right well let's move on noah we'll, okay. we'll, we'll talk about the nuggets as much as we can uh because honestly they're doing fine and that's not fun to talk about. If they're well, doing really good or if they're doing really poorly, that's our our, our sweet spot. There. Sweet
1: spot, brother. I absolutely agree. And Jacob, it just reminds me, this reminds me of something, which is that the NBA season is heating up and there are still so many unknowns. Like, um, for instance, is Memphis going to still be good? Are the Pelicans going to still be good? Can Joel Embiid stay healthy and continue this back-to-back MVP. Oh, wait a second. Um, So uh, a lot of a lot of what ifs. Who's coming back? Is Kawhi going to make any impact in this um, Western Conference? So man, we are absolutely heating up. And Jacob, when I'm looking to get into the action, do you know where I bet? Where? With DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. By the way, new customers can bet five dollars. Pre-game money, can bet $5 pre-game money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out right now. Sorry. Uh-huh. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 1,900 per – That doesn't – 1 can earn up to a nine hundred percent boost. With DraftKings just stepped up in-game parlays. Uh, 1 – boost. Okay. All right. (laughs) That seems like too much, doesn't it? Uh I mean, what?
0: 900? Yeah.
1: It says 1-900%. That's what it says, people. So that's a fuck ton. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app now, place a small uh, same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets, like which team will win total rebounds and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost gets, like a spider, and the bigger your shot to win big. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Um, let's discuss see. your experience with yes. the app, Noah. I'm about to. I'm about to. I love the app. I love when I sign in. I forget my password every time. I have to reset it every time. <laughs> I like the it's a very intuitive app um and the colors green and orange. Is there anything better?
0: This is the call to action. Download yeah. the app now. Sign up with code TBPN. Place a $5 pregame Moneyline bet on any NBA team to win their game. And get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. She's show notes See
1: for details. details. Yeah.
0: Uh-oh. Uh oh, there he Oh,
1: here I am. Here I am.
0: Welcome Chicka- back to Chicken yes. and the Nuggets, already in progress. in progress. Uh, now, Noah, last night we all watched the finale of White Lotus season mm-hmm. two. And what mm-hmm. were your thoughts, Noah, about the White Lotus season two?
1: Um, I didn't like the ghosts and I didn't like the aliens, both too scary.
0: Yes, very, very scary indeed. Um, now, Noah. We, as much as i would love just to talk about my favorite things i've watched this year um which we should just have a random podcast episode
1: absolutely that's, that's a summer pod probably that's our top 10 pod. movies and we'll yeah. do it
0: in the middle of the season fine middle
1: of the season fine good yes, um, yes i'm okay so. with that too uh-huh. all-star break <clears throat> um jacob um yes. if you guys if you listen to the DraftKings ad you will you will know that the nba season certainly is picking up dude Um, we're almost to the halfway point. Is that crazy? Um, it is
0: crazy, it feels crazy. It feels like you're lying to my face.
1: I know, and I'm not, um, unless I did the math wrong, which is absolutely positively reasonable to think. Um, but yeah, dude, I mean, we're here in December. We got the um, we got a nice big long home stretch here for the Denver Nuggets. Um, things were looking bad last week and then good again and then it's it's the ebb and flow. Let's get into it. Um last time we talked the Nuggets were ending a three-game losing streak. Um I believe that was Atlanta, New Orleans, and uh was it Dallas? Yes,
0: and Dallas. Yep. Dallas. Three-game um, losing streak.
1: Before that, finishing a four-game winning streak. And then after losing three games, we now have won two in a row. Um both Pretty close games, I would say, and um, certainly one of them absolutely coming down to the last shot of the game. Um, And those were against the Trailblazers and the Jazz. Um, So, Jacob, um, I don't know, where do you want to start these two games, just current form?
0: So we could talk about the two games a little bit, uh, especially after the three game losing streak, you know. I think we were overly defensive about the perception, and it's nice to be proven right immediately, um, yeah. almost, that everything's okay and that this is December basketball, and it's going to be slightly weird sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think Nuggets, you know, they. this feels like the first two games were bounces actually went in their direction you know more than some other of these uh close losses that the nuggets have had. I feel like everything has kind of gone poorly, uh especially in late game situations or clutch situations. Um so it's obviously super cool to see uh Jamal Murray get ramped up and have two Pretty quality games against two good teams as well, which is important, I feel like, because he did have a good run, but it was against the Rockets and I think the Thunder and stuff like that. So it was actually cool to see him come and perform against uh, a defensively I mean, not defensively good teams, but at least more higher competition a little bit. Uh, So it was nice to see that. And yeah, I mean, who doesn't love a Jamal Murray guy uh buzzer beater on the road in Portland of all places. After Dame
1: has hit whatever eight threes throughout the game. And it's I mean that felt like a cla- that felt like the jazz game where it was it was a shot for shot. And in, in that in that Blazers game, I'm glad Jamal you know ended it well because he had he played well too, but he had some really terrible fucking turnovers in that game to the point where it was um I mean they were big plays. Uh so I never like, I mean, I don't like ever playing against the Blazers or the uh, the Jazz. And Blazers also have a really good, they have a very reasonable, good team. I really like Anthony yes. Simons. I very much still love Jeremy Grant. Both of those dudes are putting up points. Um, and, you know, um, what's his face? Bosnian Beast always plays well against Jokic, it seems like. That's just the thing.
0: Let's just change his name to uh Anthony. I can't Sam. Anthony. I can't I can't handle it anymore. Uh, what do you think
1: he goes by Fotoni? Phony? <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, Fernie? You just do Fernie. Fernie. Hey, Fernie. There's Fernie over there.
1: I bet he got I bet he has a cool nickname. I do like him though.
0: Yes, I do like him too. Uh, kind of weird though he's like exactly Dame Lillard. I don't mm-hmm. know. It doesn't really... I mean, I guess that makes some sense. But this is kind of my whole thing about trying to get a mini Jokic on the bench yeah. so then you could play him. So they they also always have a Lillard on the court, basically. Sure. Uh, so um, it is somewhat... Uh, th- not therapeutic at all, but Jamal Murray hitting that shot over Jeremy Grant was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just... He, he left the Nuggets, um, you know, and on, I think, surprising terms, uh, at least. And it's always a weird what if to me because uh, I think they ended up on the positive side with Aaron Gordon. But it is still a fun kind of to think about uh, if Jeremy Grant stayed, what maybe other moves the Nuggets would have made, you know, instead. So um, who knows? Um, it is. Yes, It's a
1: big, big what if for sure. When you think about what the team looks like now. Um, And I, you know, I love Jeremy Grant. He did some kind of dumb things in the playoffs, playoff bubble, but he's a very fucking good solid player. Um, I hope they didn't leave on terrible terms. I mean, we, we know from what we, and I think is the truth is that the Nuggets offered Jeremy Grant the same amount of money or equal amount as the Pistons did, which are where he spent last season and he decided to go to the pistons anyway for a more expanded role and because he liked that franchise is that any of that accurate
0: i think he also mentioned it was a african-american owned -owned yes and then so um of course now he's in portland the most where he's uh, from i
1: didn't realize oh
0: that makes more sense okay and also (laughs) uh (laughs) but yes i i don't think it was bad terms i just met like i think the nuggets thought he was saying
1: yeah, you know, shock.
0: Yeah. So, so shocking. I don't think it was like uh negative negative for anything. It was just uh just ruined the Nuggets overall plans completely. So, uh <laughs> not a big deal. Um uh, but Noah uh so that was cool. I liked seeing that uh couple again. I I said that that New Orleans game, that New Orleans loss, was actually a glimpse that Jokic still wants to take over. Uh, but mm-hmm. now he's strung together like five good games in a row. Uh, classic Jokic stuff. Um, this last one against Utah, I was in the building, uh, and he was putting. He had 14 assists, uh, and they they were all like amazing, all like ridiculously good passing. I felt like he was not going to lose that game at all. Uh, no matter what, and that's when I came out of that Utah game, it just felt like Jokic and Murray were the best players, and uh, very clearly. And so, they were, I didn't was not worried about that one as much as the Portland one
1: when mm-hmm. I was watching
0: it for sure. Um, but uh, even in that Portland one at 33 10 and nine for Jokic, so very, very solid indeed. Um, what do you, uh you, you tweeted some some stuff about the Utah jerseys. Do you have anything to get off your chest about those jerseys? Uh, I
1: think they're the worst jerseys in the league by far, by a metric of, I don't know, 10. I don't think there's any jersey that's worse than the Utah Jazz jersey. It's awful. um, And it's a shame because I do like the purple mountain jerseys, um, you know, uh-huh. ripping off nuggets. But um, also, this is interesting. When was the last yes. time you saw a basketball game in Salt Lake City and they mentioned the altitude?
0: Yeah, not a lot. Hmm.
1: Almost never. It's yes. always the fucking also here's the other thing. And I it's just because I'm thinking about it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People have Go been playing pro- people have been been playing professional sports in Denver for half a century, maybe longer. Um, like professional league sports. So I don't know why you can't fucking figure out the altitude anymore. Um, and that wasn't even brought up on anything. <laughs> That's just something I decided to talk about.
0: Why um, why isn't Russell Wilson using that as an excuse yet? That uh, the altitude ruined his career.
1: Well, because he already said that he's closer to God. That's why he loves the Mile High City. What an (laughs) asshole. um, Are you enjoying um, what we're seeing with this Bruce Brown role? He has been starting, um, been in the starting lineup for like 10 games now. At least it's MPJ has been out. We discussed a little bit um, our feeling in terms of like um, what his uh capability and his ability to be that you know first guy off the bench real second unit leader but now he's obviously because of necessity been forced into that that serving well what do you think how are you
0: so i am less hot on it than okay. i was when bruce brown was off the bench um sometimes it does feel like he's trying to score the points that mpj would not score um mm-hmm when I think that's kind of the bad approach for him, um, honestly. But I also do really at the same time like him and KCP on the floor together. That's what I was thinking. Defensively, that is uh, less cash money. Uh, But I think maybe offensively I've cooled down on it a little bit. Um, But it's not as much, it's not as bad as like, I don't know, not even to throw him under the book, but like, just cause I'm thinking about him, but Will Barton in that mm. role, you know, I'd rather yeah. rather have a Bruce Brown, a defensive minded player that could still, even if he's not shooting well, kind of generate turnovers and turn that into points. And that Utah game, I think we did technically have a Bruce Brown game winning dunk. So nice. um, yeah. in, the la- in the last minute, so they kind of, uh, just having that play available almost at any time where uh Jokic just takes so much attention and Bruce will uh constantly cut is like yes. invaluable. And you know, kind of what we've been thinking about uh or talking about how good a fit he is with Jokic too. So so at the same time, while I'm like still kind of thinking he's the best bench player and the bench is negatively affected by him not being there. I do kind of like him with the starters. I think is my point.
1: That's yeah. good. And I, I think if you give Christian Brown, talk about the Browns Brown on Brown, um, just way more of those minutes, you kind of slide him in, not obviously first guy off the bench, but slide him into that defensive role. And you give him the duties of that and talk about a guy who's constantly cutting and constantly moving. Yeah. um, That would be, that would be good but that's that just is a matter of actually giving him the playing time and putting him in in that second unit on a regular basis yeah but also i'm not already
0: but, sorry not mean to cut you up but no, in, no. in in retrospect real quick uh christian brown not being in the rotation is kind of insane like i i don't know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he did to get out of the rotation like it, it would make sense to me if he had like blunders and stuff Mm -hmm. but to me i'm just like i don't know man he didn't really mess up and now he's back in there looking great and it like Uh, seems really bad i
1: i would i would suggest this i've been doing it a little bit now but if you're a fan anytime christian brown is on the court just watch him watch him for a few possessions dude and it's it's really incredible especially just because of the history of the nuggets and you know who we've had um perimeter um paint defense regardless over the years it what he does is is really incredible. So I think I think if you're talking about balancing out the lineups with defensive people which is obviously what we're trying to do, I think a Bruce Brown where he's at and Christian Brown taking that next leap would be good. Um Go
0: ahead, sir. No, you're good. He's also the only like player I can remember on the Nuggets to crash the offensive glass, like ever. I don't know why. I'm just like, oh my god, this guy is trying so hard. That's so cool. Like it's, I don't know. It's just like kind of simple shit and. It's kind of like a perfect glue guy stuff that we yes. needed. And you know Jokic gets a lot of offensive rebounds, but he doesn't crash the boards. He's already mm-hmm. there, you and know, trying to double yeah. and
1: triple team by the time he gets, you know, the rebound.
0: Yeah, yeah, so like just to have that even there was a couple plays in the Utah where he got an offensive rebound and a put back and then an offensive rebound and a foul you know like making shit happens and that that's game winning plays and i think him especially in the Utah game uh was an amazing uh addition to the rotation yes. so um, he's great <laughs> he is really great and i do think the more time goes by we're going to be like why didn't he play for 10 games that seems sure. very weird um well but, maybe there is a reason
1: yeah. i don't know They're, they they are oh, always mum, uh, you know, yeah, on, on that kind of bullshit. I was Ed gonna
0: loan's that type of guy. Maybe he got beat in practice like every day, you know, like yeah. or whatever. Every practice, he doesn't look good. Like, that's enough for him to like make a little bit of a, totally. a lesson for uh, a, a, is he what? How old is he? 19, 20? Probably,
1: yeah, yeah. So, however, being good in practice did nothing for Bull Bull, so um, kind of a shame there, Jacob. Um, according to I want to say, sorry, uh, Harrison Wind via Mike Singer. No, yes. different thing. I think just Mike Singer, Denver Post reporter, big reporter for the Denver Nuggets. MPJ has been going through, it seems, um, contact practice, has been going through practice with contact, and either that has already happened or he's going to do that, and then he is not available to play against the Wizards but it does seem like it's somewhat of an imminent comeback. How does that change um where we're at currently? Because MBJ was not shooting well right before he got injured. He had one yes. incredible 30-point bulls game, which we watched right after we were shitting on him, and then had a huge had quite the slump until he got this unspecified heel injury. And again, talking about the Nuggets, people get pissed. We've talked about this too a bunch. It's like they don't owe you. They don't owe the fans anything in terms of, you know, transparency and and telling everybody what is going on with the injuries. Um, and that m- maybe more than other franchises is the Nuggets game. So,
0: yes. And, you know, they don't owe the opponents that either. Absolutely. Um, you know, so I think at the same time, I get why it's frustrating for Nuggets fans, but I kind of like the gamemanship of it too as well. Um, yes. But. So my answer about the MPJ thing, Noah, where the Nuggets currently stand, they are 16 and 10. They are two games behind the Pelicans at 18 and eight. Mm. Uh, there is nine games left in December. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, MPJ can see you next year. Um, <laughs> I don't mind it. I because I, we've seen it last year. You know, he played very poorly and he was very clearly hurt af- yeah. after that. Yeah. And we, he started off pretty good i thought and i thought physically he looked really good and i think physically he did look pretty good but the shot was still off and and maybe even just a slight ankle tweak or whatever the heel tweak uh is enough to ruin that perfect jump shot then let's put it on ice for yes. 9 games and i'm not even uh concerned about him coming back in because his whole offensive game is pretty much shooting so like very good yeah he, he doesn't have to develop and even though I think him and Jokic have come a long way and they're actually more chemistry wise he still can just kind of plug in and play where you need him I think yeah
1: I think that's a really good point I think that is a very positive take I think that makes things look a lot easier additionally I want to point out the Nuggets play 15 of their next 17 games at home so if there's any time to fucking start racking up games and wins dude it's this stretch right here um the nuggets are historically pretty good at home to very good at home in some seasons in the past um and the stress of obviously travel and all of that shit is less for on especially mpj who you know would have to travel and not play um i think i think uh, well not uh, i agree with you 100% um and i just think that um it, it almost seems like mpj could be like a Kawhi type dude where it's like you literally put him in when is the most feasible you know he plays fucking 40 games a season and uh most of them <laughs> most of them are from january yes. to may or something
0: you know what all the posing teams don't need to is like 80 games of showing how to beat mpj on defense mm. <laughs> you know like uh pretty much just how to get around him and and figure it out but uh and and that's only if you're really worried about this injury right i mean like it sounds like he's close, so it could even be like this Sunday he'll play because they do have four home games in a row, you know, yeah. and, and then so maybe they do just play him out and they don't they're not that concerned about it and they've already been waiting too long, you know. That's what it kind of feels like too. So if that's the case, then he might just play immediately. But I also wouldn't mind him just sitting more.
1: For uh, sure.
0: And I then uh I just wanted to say a lot of head hitters coming in. Noah Uh, at Washington or the Washington Wizards are coming. Tickets are as low as six dollars, and then the Charlotte Hornets (laughs) are coming. Tickets as low as nine dollars. (laughs) So
1: nice. Um, Well, that'll be good. We but we finish off December uh, with the Suns, who were embarrassed recently by the Celtics, and then we also play the Celtics early in January. The Celtics, by the way, I would never bring this up if I didn't think it was necessary they're the best team in basketball by like a pretty significant margin and that pisses me off i hate hate jason tatum um and i don't know i guess that's just something that i felt like i should say but
0: it's good and and if we're wrapping this up with some humble brags um, that wasn't a humble brag by you but i'm gonna do a humble brag um (laughs) is that i somehow nailed my our fantasy league noah because i did pick jason tatum first who's yeah. the number one small forward. And then I did also pick Anthony Davis, who's the number one power oh, forward no. right now. So I don't, really, I didn't feel good about the Anthony Davis thing at all, but yeah. he's playing, so who cares? Yeah. And I, I, picked up,
1: I picked up Anthony Edwards second, and he has uh, been dog shit for pretty much most of the season. So
0: <laughs> yeah. I haven't
1: looked at that lineup in a few weeks.
0: Well, shout out to, and we, we use that on uh, DraftKings uh, Sportsbook yes, is yes, where yes, we yes, do yes, that. Yes, yes um anything you want to say noah we're we're going to come back to you next week uh with the denver nuggets uh interesting homestand coming up before christmas
1: yeah we'll be back next week with the same um show um no thoughts dude i think we're in a good place um i'm i think all the bitch moaning and complaining people online should you know listen to our previous episode um and yeah dude i don't know happy holidays this is kind of the best time for basketball
0: best time for basketball uh best time for you listeners thank you for sticking with us and uh my nasally cold having ass um all right thanks noah
1: thanks Bye. bye bye follow us on twitter and instagram